From Phoenix to Fredonia, Tucson to Tuba City, the Arizona Department of Transportation is connecting Arizona. Everyone, everywhere, every day. Now you're connected to On the Road with ADOT. And welcome. I'm Doug Ninsel, host of our ADOT podcast. Thanks for joining us. And, you know, we're glad to take some time to learn more about what's happening at ADOT's Motor Vehicle Division. And to do that, we say hello to Eric Jurgensen, uh, the director of the Motor Vehicle Division, MVD. A lot of people are always using those three letters. Uh-oh. Wait. Uh, Eric, thanks for being here. Hey, Doug. Good to be here. Yeah, you know, so much of my work at ADOT is focused on freeways and, and highways. So uh, this is always an education for me. I think MVD, or should I say ADOT MVD, you know, when I think about it, I think about driver licenses, vehicle registrations. But I also think about ways to let folks know that you don't always have to, you know, go into an MVD office. Uh, you know, that there's a big emphasis on that uh, at Motor Vehicle division but uh, there also are some improvements and if you haven't been around you know what what's been accomplished say over the last eight years or so well yeah you know our our mantra for the past eight nine years has been uh, out of the line and safely on the road right and so we've we've done a lot of things to try to pe- get people out of the line because i think that's what often gets associated with an mvd or if you're from out of state a dmv is that idea of you know waiting and being there for a long time um when we took over when i took over about nine years ago it was uh you know better than an hour that you'd come and spend with us and often multiple of those hours that you'd come and spend with us and you know we've we've made a lot of changes to the offices to to get that down to now we're 25 minutes maybe that you're the whole time that you're there from the time you're coming in to going out you know if if you haven't been there in a long time to one of our mvd offices good for you because that probably means you're doing your your work online and that's perfect and that's how we want it but if if you do come in you'll notice a few changes like there are no chairs in most of our offices um well there's a a few chairs if you really need them but in most cases we've taken out the chairs you bet and you won't hear the annoying now serving customer a439 at window 17 you know um which was kind of the hallmark of going to the mvd in the past um and the reason for that is we we found that that caused a lot of waste in our in our process. It actually we did um, you know some time studies, timed how long it took from one customer getting out of a chair to the next customer getting in. It was ninety to one hundred and twenty seconds. You multiply that by somewhere between ten and fourteen thousand customers a day. Sure, a lot of wasted time. So you know you've seen some changes like that come in that have really made improvements to. Uh, to the experience at MVD. Well, and, and talk to us a little bit about, say, rural Arizona, greater Arizona versus, say, the metro areas. What, what would you say about experiences as far as out in the smaller communities versus the big city? So anytime you're in a small community, you, you probably are going to have a little bit more variability, right? Because there's smaller staffs there. You have more of a chance that, you know, you know, if I've got three staff working in an office and six people show up in a rural office, well, now you're going to wait a little bit longer than if six people show up in an urban office, right, where there's a lot more staff. But overall, it, the historical uh, wait time was far less in our rural communities. And 
we've seen a decrease in that as well in the rural communities, but really the urban wait times have kind of come down to match those rural wait times. So actually, we're seeing a much more similar experience between the two. Are you heartened by the comments you get to see as far as you know our customers talking about how they were treated? Oh, absolutely. I, we have several ways for customers to give feedback, um, whether that's surveys in office or online. And it, it's funny, one of the, uh, one of the phrases that I love to see and I see quite frequently is easy peasy. You know, my kids used to yeah, say easy exactly. peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> that's almost our new mantra. And, and we really are working on that at, at MVD to say, we want to make it easy for our customers to be able to do the work that they need to get done right whatever it is that that they need to do to get out of that line and safely on the road doing the thing that they need to be doing that's great and we want to make that as easy as possible what's the basic message though about not having to be in line at the MVD? some you know somebody would say i guess i got to go down there is there a good example of you know something you don't have to do well, most of our services actually can be done online now, okay. um, and and we really do want people to be able to use that. You know, uh, several years ago, we we created a new online portal, a new online system that allowed you to set up a customer account. Think of how you do your online banking, right? Same concept where you would create your account online, and you can go in and, and do a whole lot of work with us because we have the ability to make sure that you really are who you say you are. And we have lots of ways to do that because, I mean, if you think about driver's license, that's kind of the core of identity. So we, we already have a lot of that information that we can check and make sure that you really are who you say you are. That means that we really want people to start online, even if they do have to come in, at least come and see what, what's available. And you might be surprised at what you can do from, you know, what we're right now about 80% of our customers do the registration renewal online. So that's, that's a fantastic example. And that's what I think most people know. But you can also order a duplicate license online. So if you lose it and you need a replacement, you can do that. Some of the things that people might not know is if you have a kid that's uh, testing to get their permit, you can do that online. Right. Um, if you want to transfer your title, there are many cases in which you can do that online, right? For like a private party sale between two two individuals, there's a lot that can be done online. Yeah. It, I mean, the example is, I, I, I think I'm a good example that I don't have to have a lot of interactions with motor vehicle division. Um, you know, you try to make your vehicle last as long as you can. So you're paying your annual registration. You've got your driver license. You try not to get too old so that you have to come in and, uh, you know, renew something. Um, but it, it, as far as that goes, it, it really is an important message in terms of uh, there's so much that you can do. And people think about uh, selling the car. Uh, I've got to go down to MVD. It's all available online. Absolutely. Uh, we have a goal of nobody has to come to the MVD. Not that nobody does, but nobody has to come to the MVD. We don't have a way to do everything online, but we're, we're working to get there. Yeah, and so uh, what about you know, things we hear about? Um, digital ID, mm-hmm. for example. I think that's a really important topic for now. Um what does it mean when it comes to, you know, a dot MVD and say a digital ID? Well, like I was saying before, 
you know, the, the driver's license is kind of the de facto ID in the United States. I mean, that's what most people use when they want to prove their identity as the driver license. And it wasn't necessarily intended that way when, when driver licenses started decades ago, but that's how it's become. Sure. And what we're looking now at now is the natural evolution of that. How do we make that go to the next natural iteration, which is to take things online, to make them digital, to make them more secure and more private? So I think people are getting very comfortable with the idea of like tap to pay. You put your credit card on your smartphone and sure. you use that to pay. It's very convenient. It's actually more secure than a physical credit card is. It's a it's a great opportunity to to leave your wallet at home. <laughs> um, we're trying to do the same thing, and we are doing the same thing with with identity. Uh, so you can now put your driver license on your phone, and you can use that um, in in much the same way that you would use a, a a credit card to tap, or there's a QR code that you can scan, and then it allows you to securely connect that phone to that reader device on the other side and share a limited amount of information. And I think that's really important is that it's now a limited amount because when you hand a physical driver license to somebody today and you know a common use case would be proving your age maybe at a club or something sure you're handing that ID that has every piece of information on it and that means they see every piece yeah. and that means that they can collect every piece because they might even scan it and they might even record every piece with digital identity the great thing is now you're sharing only the information that's needed so what do they really need to know they need to know you're over 21 and that's what they can get from from a digital id right is is that piece not only do you control what gets shared but you actually see and consent to what's being shared which is you know putting the customer back in control of their security and their privacy on the other side of it the the nightclub or whoever that reliant party is they have total confidence that that is accurate real information because of the way that it's and we can get into technical details but that would be boring but cryptographically signed they could tell that it came from the state of arizona they know that it's real and authentic question that comes to mind is the interaction with law enforcement when it comes to your driver license being on your smartphone. What are the thoughts there? Right. Uh, So today, the instruction to all of our customers still is carry your plastic license with you for driving because law enforcement needs a way to read that. And so we're working with law enforcement to help them get the tools that they need. And, and, you know, right now, there are pretty limited cases in which you can use that, um, that digital ID. They're expanding. They're growing. We're going to see more and more of them. But right now, the big ones don't include law enforcement, but we're working towards that. Okay. So you start to look out and you say, what does the future hold, say, five years from now? So five years from now, I mean, this should be a, this should be a place where it's widely accepted. Today, you can go to TSA. This is a, a great one. So if you're going to fly today, you can go to TSA. I've done it several times. I tap my my phone against the reader and i within seconds i'm walking through because it's you know it's it's actually done all the work the tsa uh, agent is usually surprised at how quick it went it's that's fantastic 
we want to see that spread everywhere, right? We want to see that be the the way to 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 present your identity. But I think the even more compelling cases are places where we don't we don't have a good way to present identity today, like online transactions. There's a lot of fraud that occurs in these online transactions that we could stop using something like identity. Right. And I know that there's concerns about, oh, but you know, I don't want the state to know where I'm using it, my ID. And I don't either. <laughs> I don't want to know where people are using their ID. I want them to have that privacy. And so it is a device-to-device connection. It is a, it is a presentment that doesn't come back to the state, and we don't, we don't actually track it. We don't know about it. We can't track it. It's, it's a win-win-win for customers, for people who are relying, and, and for us as a state to be able to provide good service to our customers. Yeah, that sounds good. And you, you mentioned TSA, and I, I think we should spend at least a, a minute or so on the, your airport travel, your airline travel, your overseas travel. What about the travel ID? Yeah, travel ID. Um, so this is this is the federal Real ID Act compliant license that we have in our state. We call it travel ID, and um, th- this has been a law on the books since two thousand five, and it's been extended a few times. A few, um, yeah. Uh, right now, the the enforcement deadline for that will be May of twenty twenty five. We are encouraging people to get out now and do it. In fact. Uh, you know, the winter time is, is a great time for us because it's a, a less busy time in our office. So people yeah. getting out and doing it now is great. Um, but that enforcement date is coming, and you will have to have a travel ID. And, and that goes for mobile or not mobile. Your mobile ID, your, your digital ID could be either travel or not travel ID. So uh, whatever one you have um, – Make sure that it's a travel ID. has the nice little star in the corner that'll tell you that it's a travel ID and that it can be used to, to board a plane or enter a federal facility. What's the recommendation on just uh, finding out information about Motor Vehicle Division um, from a standpoint of even what documentation would I need to go get that travel ID? And it's not difficult. I went through the process, and uh, it was easy peasy. Sure, you can you can visit us at azdot.gov. Um, there's a site there for MVD. You click on the MVD site, and it'll take you in, and you can look at the travel ID requirements. Alternatively, you can just go to azmvdnow.gov, which is our portal, our online portal. Get into your account if you haven't set it up. You know, set it up there, um, and then you can. If you haven't already done your travel ID, there'll be a little upgrade to a travel ID button. Yeah. All you have to do is click that. It will walk you through it. It'll help you fill out the application. It'll tell you what documents. You can even pre-scan documents so that we can review them, make sure that they're good. Uh, should be a very easy process. Now, I, I need to ask you, Eric Jorgensen is director of MVD, and if, if we're going to be wrapping it up here, but you know what? What types of things would you uh, uh, still want folks to know as far as uh, you know, either uh, staying out of line at the MVD? W- what other things uh, would you like folks to know? Well, you know, we um, we went live with our new portal a, f- a few years ago, and we always thought that it was going to be a slow adoption, a slow. Uh, 
signing up for it. You know, the early adopters would be excited for it. And what happened was COVID came oh, right about the same time. And actually, it became the primary way that people interacted with us during COVID. We were open, but really, we, we tried to keep people out of the office as much as possible yes. for their safety and ours. But we now have 4 million Arizonans signed up with their account. That's fantastic. Yes. So if you haven't signed up, go on to azmvdnow.gov, sign up, and there's just a wealth of, of uh, services and opportunities there. I think that's the big message that we want people to have is, is you know, the best way to stay out of the line is not to get in it in the first place. Exactly. Uh, can we get you to come back again soon? Because there's always something to talk about. Absolutely. Happy to do that. Sounds good. Eric Jorgensen, director of ADOT MVD. Thanks so much for pointing us uh, to the right direction with the Motor Vehicle Division. I'm Doug Ninsel. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spending some time on the road with ADOT. To learn more about ADOT, visit our website at azdot.gov, where you can also connect with our links to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Flickr, and YouTube. That's at azdot.gov. Goodbye for now, and thanks for being on the road with ADOT.